Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can help us lose weight, be healthier, or live longer better. So today I'm bringing you my top 10 tips for smashing those cravings, whether it's for sugary sweet things or other things you just can't say no to, like peanut butter or chips. Everyone needs a little nudge now and again, so I hope these tips will help you or someone you love. While I am a big proponent of going cold turkey, it's like jumping into the cold water. Some people find it easier to just inch in. It has been proven that for most people, the first 24 to 48 hours of quitting sugar or carbs or anything else are the hardest. But if you commit to that relatively short period of time, especially if you incorporate some of these supplements into your diet, you're going to get through it. It gets drastically easier after the initial push, I promise you. And with the support of some of these tips I'm going to give you, you are going to be less prone to overdoing it with some of those things you've been trying to stay away from. So the worst food cravings are probably carb cravings. So if you're constantly battling sugar or those comfort food cravings, despite your best efforts, unhealthy snacks seem to be getting the best of you. It's so common. Carb cravings can be a tough habit to break, but don't give up because unhealthy foods come with a host of health risks from weight gain to diabetes to mood swings to low energy levels, hormone hell, and memory issues to name just a few. All of these things you know, but I guess it's good to be reminded. And ladies, hormones, everything from fertility to menopause related to sugar. You know my history with PCOS. Well, sugar is the devil with horns, and that can threaten your ability to have children. And it isn't over when you hit menopause either. So if you're menopausal, you definitely want to think twice before swamping your system with sugar. Studies have shown that women with diets high in sugar are going to experience worse menopause symptoms, hot flashes, night sweats, inability to get rid of that muffin top. You know, that happens when women eat sugar. So if you go through menopause, your levels of estrogen and progesterone are dropping and you can become really insulin resistant, worse than ever. When you hit those carbs, your insulin spikes tri triggering those hormone changes, wild fluctuations in hormones. They go from high to low, and that's going to aggravate all those symptoms, making you really uncomfortable and the hot flashes worse. So getting control of those cravings is going to help you enjoy life more. So some of these tips to control cravings are going to be called what I call my structures for success, actual things that you build into your world that are going to push you forward, simple things that are easy to do, and they will work if you do them. So first, number one, and this is really important, don't invite temptations. Keep your home safe. If it isn't there, you can't have it. You've really got to go out of your way to eat it. So whatever your weakness is, whether it's chocolate 
or peanut butter cups or gummy vitamins or things that, you know, maybe it's just peanut butter right out of the jar or tortilla chips. Don't keep them in the house. If you're already stocked up on these, or if you made a bigger dessert than your guests wanted, if you can, give it all away, you know, so that it isn't there looking at you all day, every day until it's gone, you've eaten it. And I am not against throwing junk food away. It's not doing you any favors. It is better to go to waste, W-A-S-T-E, than go to your waste, W-A-I-S-T. So do whatever you need to do to set up boundaries. If it's sabotaging your health, don't let it be in your personal zone. When the kids were little, and my husband had a lot of candy around, I gave him his own shelf. That was his territory. And no one was allowed to snitch anything. So put in what I call the structure for success, a gate between you and what you want to avoid. It is so much easier to say no once in the grocery aisle than a hundred times in your kitchen. So if there's foods that you can't portion control because that doesn't work because you just keep going back for more, like dipping into that peanut butter or into that ice cream, consider simply not buying it. And I've got to say, putting it on a higher shelf, it just doesn't work for me. If I've had a long day, you know, not enough nourishing food and maybe added stress, I just know where to find that food. I don't care how well it is hidden. I've got radar. What I love these days is grocery pickup. I make my menu. I order all the good organic stuff and anything else that I want. And they put it in my trunk. No impulse buying. So I just stock the kitchen with what I really want to eat. A little planning goes a long way. So that is number one, avoid temptation. Number two, drink up, stay hydrated, keep water with you at all times. Add lemon, cucumber, mint, crushed berries, even grated ginger for a little flavor. Many times we're just really thirsty, not hungry. There was a study done a long time ago that had people drink a big glass of water whenever they wanted a snack. They were all successful at losing weight. Several, you know, take several bottles of water to work with you and just make sure they are visible so you get nudged. You can even, I mean, some people like to use the app on their phone. You know, if that works for you, do it. And it doesn't have to be water. An old custom was to start the meal with a consomme, a bone broth. But you can have that throughout the day. And I like to spice that bone broth with cinnamon or pumpkin pie spice. It is so good. Or if it's really cold out, I may use a little cayenne pepper and Himalayan salt that warms you right up really fast. And we know that bone broth is so healing. Okay, number three. Now I'm going to get a little crunchy here for you and tell you to stop and tap into the mind-body connection. Take time out for meditation. Yeah, breath work. Take 10 deep breaths. That will reset the stress response. You know how I do that, you know, into the count of one, out to the count of two, or you can do the four, seven, eight breathing. That is going to put you back in control. 
pausing a few seconds is so much better than reaching for those cookies or the ice cream. And now, there have been a lot of studies found also that practicing breathing exercises promotes weight loss and decreases body fat. All right, I'm going to give it to you here. So there was one study. Now, these are small studies, yeah, but I guess it's kind of hard to get people to do this or something. I don't know. But only had 40 women, and they practice Sonobi breathing. And that was found to balance the sympathetic nervous system responsible for your fight or flight. You reduce cortisol, you're going to reduce body fat. Another one with uh, people that were obese, they repeated the breathing exercises regularly for one month, lost body fat. Another study, 38 people who practiced the diaphragmatic breathing, they had a higher resting metabolic rate, and that led to increased weight loss. You know, it goes on and on. There was another study, 68 people that evaluated the benefits of practicing yoga for 45 minutes a day for 15 days, only 15 days. Participants not only experienced significant reduction in BMI and belly fat, but they also increased levels of leptin. That's the hormone responsible for keeping appetite at bay. So breathing balances stress hormones, decreases cortisol, definitely helps with craving and weight loss. So breathing, amazing. Another one, number four, another mental exercise. Question it. Engage your rational mind. Put yourself back in the driver's seat. Act rather than react. I want you to be in charge. So if you start having cravings, ask yourself, why am I having this craving? Am I seeking comfort? Am I stressed? Am I biting words back? What do I associate with this food? Sometimes it is something from your childhood that needs addressed. Weird, I know, but let me tell you, the body and mind registers everything and it never forgets. If you're stressed and you're just trying to shove down your emotions with food, it's going to numb it, but that's going to keep festering. So you may discover it is not about sugar, but more a hug, a nap, a walk, or maybe just a talk with a good non-judgmental friend that will satisfy your real hunger. Okay, number five, get plenty of sleep. Yeah, we're back to the nuts and bolts. Making sure you get seven to nine hours. Oh my gosh, so many studies on this. If you don't get those regular, good, deep, quality sleep, you are going to go for more sugar, more sugar-sweetened beverages than people that don't have problems with sleeping. Poor sleep, major contributor to sugar consumption. They've done a lot of studies on this. And, and you know, it, it's just a proven fact. You know, your body is trying to get you out of the stress of not getting enough sleep. And you're going to want to go for the bagels and the muffins and all that. So sleep. Number six. And this should be in bold print, really loud. Crank it up. Increase your protein and healthy fats. If you're lacking these, it's absolutely going to leave you reaching for sugar and refined carbs. You know, these two nutrients are super satisfying. Protein is going to keep your blood sugar steady 
twice as long as carbs and fat is going to keep you satisfied so much longer. So a little bit of good healthy fat and with protein, you know, we're going to aim for about four ounces at each meal or 20 to 25 grams three times a day while you're kicking the cravings. It is going to keep your blood sugar steady so you can make better choices. That's an important one. Number seven, and I really like this because food is to be enjoyed and there are so many other flavors than sweet. So crank it up on the spices, on the herbs, you know, at breakfast, go savory. I mean, you know, get in your spice cabinet and just get out the rosemary, get out the cumin, get out all of these things. You know, if you're sitting down to muffins and toast, maybe swap it out for veggie omelet that is super spiced up and have a side of berries. Or if you love the convenience of cereal and grab and go breakfast bars, try making some of those baked egg cups at the beginning of the week, then reheating them. I like to make a giant egg veggie and my own personal recipe for savory chicken sausage. I make a casserole out of these. So easy, so cheap. And who says it only has to be for breakfast? Ask me for the recipe I love to share. And instead of packaged oatmeal that's got lots of sugar and basically it's just the sweepings off the floor, get the old-fashioned or steel-cut oats and add a ton of cinnamon, which is going to make it taste so yummy and sugar-free. And later in, you can chop up some nuts and if you really have to, put a few raisins in there. Okay, now this last few are going to be supplements. And my choices are assuming you're already taking a good multi like my my O-N-E that's got the activated Bs, D, C, E, zinc, selenium, iodine, all those essentials that we tend to be deficient in. And also a good clean source of omega-3 like Barleen's or Nordic Natural fish oil. Fish oil really does curb carb cravings and it controls your appetite by enhancing insulin sensitivity. So the first thing I want to tell you about is glutamine, body's most abundant amino acid, and it is a miracle worker when it comes to sugar cravings. You know, that that when your blood sugar drops a little bit low, it's going to bring it up. Stabilizes blood sugar. I mean, you can just basically mix a little water and drink it down. Stabilizes blood sugar, great for your mood, sense of well-being, And it's also really good at nourishing the lining of the digestive tract. A lot of people love it just for the gut issues. So it also is good for muscle soreness and fatigue. So we love glutamine. Uh, It can definitely take care of some cravings. Uh, Glutamine really can help. Next thing, chromium. Chromium works to stabilize blood sugar, and it works on those receptor sites of where the sugar needs to attach lessens the brain demand for excess sugar, and it's just got a positive role in fat metabolism, so it can also help reduce your LDL cholesterol. And then number 10, Gymnema Sylvestra. You know how much I love Ayurvedic medicine? Well, Gymnema is the leaf that has been used in ancient Indian medical practice Ayurveda for thousands of years. Mind you, Our drug system is based on two-month trials of drugs that's been around for maybe 100 years or more. But 
One of the most active components of the plant is gymnemic acid that suppresses sweetness. When you consume gymnema prior to sugary foods or beverages, it actually blocks the sugar receptors on your taste buds. So research has been done on gymnema sylvestra extract, and it really does reduce the ability to taste sweetness. So it makes sweet foods less appealing. You know, so they've done studies on fasted individuals, and they just had less appetite for sweet foods and limited their intake just naturally. So reduced to, uh, it, it led to reduced intake of carbs. So those are my top 10 tips to conquer cravings. I hope it helps you or someone you love. If you would like to listen to this show again or others, you can go to my website, debford.com, or go to Today's Nutrition on iTunes. Be sure to like it so others are going to be able to listen also. As always, have a spectacular day, and remember, do something really good for yourself today.